Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better, helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments. Here are your hosts, Josh Robb and Austin Wilson. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future. Today, we are going to be talking about home fitness and specifically as it has changed over the last year or so and shout out to Steph because this was her topic idea great idea idea, Steph yes and we'll get to why in a little bit but home fitness you know for me I count every time I bring a donut to my mouth that's an arm curl that's you know that's home fitness yeah oh yeah nothing wrong with that I I talk about fitness whole pizza in my mouth yes that's right after work tonight we have some leftover pizza I'm gonna go try to fit in there so that is kind of not, not quite, quite what we're talking about. But actually, we did see a lot of people make some pretty significant changes as COVID-19, which started in 19 and extended through all of 2020, and you know here we are in 2021, has changed the way people do a lot of things. And specifically, their workout routine has definitely changed. So we're going to look at what happened this last year. We're going to think about what's going to happen going forward and how you can invest in this industry. Yeah, so let's start by looking back at this last year, you know, through kind of March, April, when everything really got shut down, you know, as people were told to stay home. And uh, one of the big things is if people were going to a gym or going to a fitness center to work out, that was one restriction they weren't allowed to do anymore. So what happened, right? As people got stuck home, they still wanted to stay in shape. And, you know, if they were like me, they started to eat a lot more at home too. Because, I mean, you're sitting around doing nothing and you start eating. They wanted to find things to do. So we're going to look at that. There's a couple articles we're going to reference kind of as they look back on that. The Washington Post had an article, which we will link in the show notes. And they said... One of the side effects was national parks. So like Yellowstone National Park had the busiest September and October on record as people said, okay, if I can get out and be spaced in right. a big open outdoor area, do some walking, That's a pretty big one. hiking. Yeah, I think you could be socially distanced <laughs> there. You know, those are the big things. Uh, we saw bikes and kayaks throughout the summer. They yep. were sold out. Uh, and then as the weather changed, we saw people's themes shift to skis, snowshoes, snowmobiles, all the outdoor stuff, those were in short demand as well. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing. So yes, obviously, we we are now, we're finally getting to the point where we kind of understand how this thing's kind of spread. But you, you crimp down on people's ability to go work out with people, even though working out is something that makes people healthy. And it really put people in a tough bind, yep. even though, you know, a lot of people still wanted to continue to work out in some way, shape, or form. And they got really dang creative. Yes, they did. And uh, yeah, being outside... In general, always awesome. Always but it was a boom, oh, yeah. specifically last year, and we're already seeing it here in 2021. Um, health and fitness equipment revenue more than doubled to 2.3 billion B yes. billion dollars from March to October last year, according to NPD retail data. Sales of treadmills. So you can't go do this at at the yep. gym now. You got to do work out at home. Sales of treadmills. So for working out at your own house, soared 135%, while those of stationary bikes nearly tripled. And that put a increase in pricing um, because that depleted inventory levels. Yep. So, yep, and we'll uh, talk about bikes. That stuff a was bit. in demand. Yes. And so, what we saw was this shift from going somewhere, doing a class, doing some sort of group activity to either a solo activity, hiking, kayaking, those type of things, or working out at home. And we're going to talk about it in a minute, but 
part of that home workout is we saw more and more apps, right? And as people went looking for it, from January through November of last year, approximately 2.5 billion that's health and fitness B. apps were downloaded yeah. worldwide. Now that's worldwide, so you know bigger, not just the U.S. But that's a lot, a 47 percent jump from the same time period the year before. So that is literally about half as many more. Yes, just within a one-year period. That's crazy. And again, because people, we're all social people, right? We we want to have that interaction. So if I'm working out by myself. It's a little harder to get motivated, right? And I'm using that kind of as a retort, you know, like facetious question because I don't work out. I was just about to say, oh yeah, it's really worked out great for you. (laughs) But in general, if if you're going to work out in a group, you have a better chance of continuing that, right? If you're being held accountable. So those fitness apps, those type of things were in high demand. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I'm a numbers guy, I got some more numbers, numbers to bring to numbers. the table here. So I was reading this article from a consulting firm called Lincoln International. We'll link that in the show notes. And the funny thing is, this article was published in April of 2020. Okay. So this is not even really the taking into consideration. Yeah, yeah, this is early COVID article here. And their um, research probably pre-COVID. Correct. Yeah. So going, this is already trends that were happening here. So as of April 2020 total health and wellness industry, the total industry in total, which I think includes like food and stuff and even in, as part of that, but that was worldwide a total of about $4 trillion. Wow. Trillion with a T. With trillion. So globally, we spend about $600 billion just on fitness and wellness wow. services. So kind of digging into those numbers a little bit, if you look at the digital side of things, from 2017 to what is estimated to be the size of that portion of the industry in 2022, the industry is expected to grow at a 32.6% compound annual growth rate over that five-year period. What do you call that? I call that a kager. Kager. Compound Not a K-E-G-G-E-R. Yeah. Not like, whoop, whoop, but like K or C-A-G-R, compound okay. annual growth rate. And that just smooths growth over yeah. time. So but anyway. Compounding the annual growth rate. Exactly. You're looking at it grow exponentially. Grow potentially thirty two point six percent per year. Essentially, is what that means per year. Yeah, but over from twenty seventeen through twenty twenty two, we're looking at a growth, an increase of growth rate. That's from digital fitness year. and wellness products. Wow. Okay, so digging down a little bit deeper, the fitness app market is expected to grow at a twenty one point one percent kager from twenty eighteen to what's expected in twenty twenty six. Wow. So that's not small growth. You know, those are big growth numbers, and if you extrapolate that from the numbers that you had talked about earlier of 2.5 billion health and fitness apps, you know, you're getting some pretty big numbers. Yeah. And that, the crazy thing about it to me is, you know, if you just go on to, you know, your Google Play or your Apple store and it's you, you, you search, there's a lot of fitness apps out there, and there's a lot of free fitness yep. apps out there, right? And so there's a lot of choices, you know, to choose from when it comes to how and what you do. So for the average local gym, just saying, well, what if we just offer online classes? There's a lot of competition out there. Absolutely. So what do you think going forward? Where are you at now, mm-hmm. fitness-wise, both home and out in the world? Well, I'm out and of then shape. Where do you think things are going? <laughs> yes. I'm out of shape. So I guess I've been... I've not been a regular gym goer, like physical goer, since I would say I did it a little bit when I first graduated college. Because you could get, as an alumni, you could get a membership to the rec center for cheap. Okay. Um, so I did that for a while, and it was great. 
We even did that once we got married. Jenna was able to get a spouse membership. So we went there for a while. That was a long time ago. And since we moved or since we had a kid and all these things, we've not been gym-going people. I don't really anticipate that that's going to change. I Call me old-fashioned. But right now, (laughs) Josh, I called you. you. (laughs) So I right now my workout routine is I get up, you know, at five thirty or five fifteen or whatever, and go run one mile. That does not take any equipment. I go run a mile, Mm -hmm. come inside, do my push ups, my sit ups, my squats, whatever I want to do, involving no equipment whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And so I've been, I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, you're app free and equipment. I've been working at work. I've been working out at home for a while. And I don't really see that changing. I just don't have the motivation to go to the gym because that adds a lot of time. It does. The time so is the hard part. if I want to go, the closest gym to me is 15, 10, 15 minutes away, probably. It's two. So then you got to drive there and drive back. And that's another half an hour on top of your morning, which is already pretty crammed. So I don't anticipate that changing for me. But where do I see the rest of the world going? Probably continuing with what we're seeing now. I think people are seeing that you can do this stuff from your house just as well as you can do it from a gym. I, you can have some pretty basic equipment and have coaching through apps and you know whatever you want to do for a relatively affordable cost compared to going to a gym and having a membership and do just as, do just as well. So I kind of see that continuing. I don't plan on going back to a gym. What about you? What's, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so... The last time I was a member of a gym was uh, my brother owned a CrossFit gym in town, and I did that for a while. Uh, it was great. And since he moved, we haven't done any of that. My wife does a lot of working out at home through apps and those type of things, classes. I do not. Um, most of my working out is half a sit-up in the morning, and then the other half is that laying down at night. So that's one whole sit-up. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Per day. And per day. Uh, but honestly, you know, whether it's running or we do have weights and a treadmill and just recently purchased a bike down for our basement. So there, we have some equipment at home for those as well. So I think like you working out from home will be the long term. Now, again, thoughts going outward. I do think so going back to like the CrossFit gym, those specialized type of classes are hard to do on your own. And to do so in a continual basis, you kind of need that group to motivate you, encourage you, and and kind of push you farther, right? So I think those type of things uh, will come back and people will get back into those, right? Yeah. Spin classes, you know, you can ride a bike at home. You get really dizzy. But if you are in... I got your spin the spin <laughs> class. But if you are in a group, I think you probably ride a little harder because right. you're, you know, you're there, right? Yeah. So I think those type of things, you got your like dance class, you know, the things that are group oriented will come back. Yeah. But for just the average person who's just going to a gym, doing their own thing and coming home, if they bought the equipment, they're probably going to just stay home and continue that. So it really, again, comes back to, you know, what were they doing pre COVID-19 is if it was a group class, you know, they'll probably go back to the end of his Pilates or mm-hmm. yoga. You know, you could do yoga at home, but part of the enjoyment, I think, is doing it in a class, you know, doing it with other people. So See, that's I, where I'm at. I spent many years of my life being coached and pushed and told how to lift and how to work out and all of these things and being motivated by... Yeah. And now at this point in my life, I'm like, yeah. eh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to accept the dad bod and roll with it. Uh, a, a nice in shape yes. dad bod, yes, but normal. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't have it gets a bad rap. It's yeah. just the I don't have the of, I don't worry. Just, comfortable. just don't worry. Yeah. I just love my body. There you go. Love and that's that's body. key. Exactly. Not to get on a whole nother tangent. Exactly. That's so, key. Josh, before we get into what is yes. my favorite part of the episode, I have a dad joke of the week oh, for you. Oh, let me hear it. And I think it's going to crack you up. I'm ready. Okay. So, Josh, how does a salad begin a religious service? A salad begin a religious service. I don't know. Let us pray. Let us pray. I like it. Let us pray. <laughs> That's good. I like it. That's a classic joke. A Reddit. One. I just get it. You love it the Reddit me. jokes. Reddit They're, jokes are slash dad jokes. They're just that's wonderful. It. They're not all appropriate. Yeah, you got to screen you them. You have to screen them. You can't just go random and go find a rogue one. Nope. So, okay. My favorite part of the episode is yes. ways to invest in this trend. And there's a couple. And one I think you're really going to like, Josh. You know, my passion is well-named tickers of course it is i got one for you so the first bucket i'm gonna say is etfs okay and if you don't know what an etf is we did an episode on comparing etfs and mutual funds so we'll link that in the show notes check it out but an etf exchange traded fund it's kind of a a way to get a diverse holding in a segment or or a a sector or a bucket and one you're not picking companies you're picking a this is a thematic etf so you're picking a theme yep the thematic etf is the global x health and wellness etf that doesn't sound like a good start. Global X. I don't even know what that means. I know. Health so what, what could what, we what could the ticker be? The ticker? Oh, the ticker is BFIT. Befit. Befit. I like it. I like it. I mean, just the ticker alone is going to sell some shares. Alternatively, if you wanted to do the research on your own, you could buy individual stocks. And the well-known ones in the space are Peloton. Yep. So obviously, Peloton it's went public bike. a couple years ago. They have the bikes, but they also have weights recalled and, treadmill. and recalled treadmills. Let's not yeah, talk about that. But I heard a lot of people don't want to get rid of the treadmills. They like them, huh? Yeah. And like Peloton will come to your house and take it away. Oh, they will? Yeah. Huh? They'll like knock on your door until you answer and then like <laughs> yeah. sneak in a window and grab <laughs> but, it. But a lot of people don't want to get rid of them, mm-hmm. even though they're dangerous. So anyway, Peloton, uh, ticker P-T-O-N, I believe. Uh, Lululemon, L-U-L-U, obviously makes athletic apparel, but... They also make this product called Mirror, and I keep seeing commercials for it. Yeah. It literally looks like a mirror on the wall, but it's it's a screen, and it has a coach like doing a workout and statistics, and it's you can see yourself and the coach, and I don't know, kind of do it all. You know, those commercials give me anxiety <laughs> because I'm watching that, and it's resistance bands. So they're yeah. using some sort of resistance. Well, that's a different one, but yeah, I see okay. it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It comes wall, away from the wall. Like pulling mm-hmm. the things. and What if you only put it in the drywall? Well, that's my question is like... <laughs> How strong are those bolts that are holding it there? Because if you're using a resistance and you're pulling 100 pounds or something, if that comes off the wall, it's coming quick at you. And that's a it solid Sounds like piece a lawsuit waiting to happen. So, you know, Lululemon might have a lemon. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yes, either way, go uh, on. Another, you know, think uh, more on the par- apparel and mm-hmm. shoes side of things. Nike, Under Armour, those are names so that you yep. can invest in. And like Nike traded. has fitness app, right? Oh, uh, yeah, through Apple specifically. Yes. Um, it kind of comes pre-installed on, or could come pre-installed depending on, they have a partnership with Apple on Apple Watches. But like if I re- understand it, they have like chips in their shoes, shoes and stuff that sync some. to this and it's like, yeah, hey, you run running flat-footed, stop doing that or, or whatever. <laughs> I've never had it. I don't want it to Unhook judge the me. trailer, you're running slow. I don't know what it tells you, but <laughs> whatever it is. That's hilarious. So speaking of Apple, you know, you, this is the lot that I'm going to say, you probably already own it. If you're invested broadly in the stock market, 
you probably are in an index fund of some sort or, or, or a well-diversified fund that holds some of the bigger companies in America. Well, the bigger companies in America are, you guessed it, Apple being one. They have the Fitness Plus subscription you can subscribe to and, and get essentially a coach. Get it on your. You have to have an Apple Watch for that, but it connects to your Apple Watch and your phone. You can even put it on your Apple TV, and it's essentially a fitness program. Oh, okay. You can subscribe to that. I've never done it. I have a free trial I could try because I just got a new you Apple try Watch. try and tell me how it goes. I'll have to let you know. Yeah. Also, Google, they have they just acquired Fitbit, and oh. everyone, those were the thing. Yeah, they have Fitbit. Prior to Apple Watches, it's Apple, pretty cool. Apple yeah. Watch took the Fitbit thing and said, we're going to actually make this okay. Yeah. So and Samson says, "Hey, we got an EKG now in ours." So so do I. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What's uh, resting heart rate? Resting heart rate. There's a I'm blood blood oxygen monitor yeah. now. I can take my blood pressure now. That's oh, the new thing from Samson. Man, we're gonna have a, a one up yeah. challenge. The know. coolest thing that is not real yet, but it I could can defibrillate myself if I am having a heart attack. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> Apple's working reportedly on technology that will allow diabetics Ooh. to test their glucose levels. With from, from their watch. watch without ever pricking anything, wow! Like that's a game changer. Yeah, that's so. Huge. I think that that's pretty cool. But that's I mean that's that's health and science and medicine yes, aside all, from yeah. you know it's all and it's all in there. Um, but Google, the more you can integrate into one is more likely absolutely. people use you for all those different yeah. things. Uh, another thing is that Google has is YouTube, and there are probably millions. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say more than thousands. I'm going to say probably millions, millions of that's a good number fitness videos mm-hmm. for free you have to watch an ad which would be kind of funny so like you're doing a workout in your living room and then it's like hold on here's an ad is there for an ad a, in the middle of the fitness either, i don't know maybe oh, there man. is and you have to like find your remote real quick and push skip after five oh, seconds man. and your heart rate goes down you're you gotta like start in the middle over. of like a crunch hold this and then it goes into the 30 second ad and you're just sitting there shaking <laughs> oh that'd be good hold this plank so yeah those are some ways that you can get exposure to these themes but josh what is our disclaimer when it comes to investing. Always talk to your advisor to make sure that whatever investments you're looking at make sense for your these, long-term goals. These are names that a lot of people hold and probably say, yes. we would say most people probably hold. Yeah, but, but you go back to Peloton, yeah. right? They have a recall on their newest product. Could affect their, stock, their price. And their stock. It did. It tanked. Yes. So it's not so, been great. Always talk to your advisor. Make sure it fits with your long-term goals or whatever your investment goals are for your account. Unless it has a great ticker. Unless it has a great ticker, then no, you still talk to your advisor. <laughs> Uh, but you, you could just say, hey, by the way, it's a really good ticket. Exactly. Just make sure he knows how good it is, or she. And as always, check out our free gift to you. It is a brief list of eight principles of timeless investing. These are overarching investment themes meant to keep you on track to meet your long-term goals. Check it out. It's free on our website. No, we don't mention Lululemon in it at all, but it's probably worth a read anyway. Josh, how can people help us grow this podcast? Yeah, make sure you subscribe. That way, every Thursday, you get an alert letting you know that there's a new podcast available. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Also, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, kind of like we talked about the integration. The more people that see it there, the more people will be able to find it because we'll rank higher. Uh, if you have any ideas about a topic, like Steph, who suggested this to us, send us an email, hello at theinvesteddads.com. Or if you want to talk about your fitness experience through COVID, we'd Love to hear because it's been interesting to hear people talk about that, right? Uh, I know someone who was a spin class teacher, and so obviously that didn't happen. So there's changes all over. Uh, And then also, if you know someone who was talking about the changes, share this episode with them or someone who you'd like to say, hey, you know what? Listen to this fitness app as a suggestion to, hey, maybe start working out. (laughs) So if my wife suggests it to me, even though I recorded it, I will know, uh, but share it with them. And please don't hit me when I'm running in the dark. 
Yes. Early in the morning. It won't be dark anymore during the summer. I know. We're getting there. So thank you for being here. We're so happy that you are listening to our podcast. We'll see you next Thursday. Right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review. Click subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Josh Robb and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.